Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. Here's your host, Chris, here with Ro and Brandon. And we are here to finally review uh, the latest Marvel. We haven't had a Marvel Studios film. We've had the TV shows. We haven't had a film in over a year. Uh, we are here to finally review Black Widow. Film about Natasha Romanoff in her quest between the films of Civil War and Infinity War. Uh, it is directed by Kate Shortland. Um, what do you guys think? A row can go. I was pleasantly surprised. I cared more than I thought I would for the whole movie. It gave me big, like, the, the basic storyline and some of the film techniques reminded me of an old River Phoenix movie, especially when they started playing American Pie. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, I don't think that the story, I guess, is as, I don't want to say engaging, but I feel like there's another term that kind of fits that and complicated at the same time. I don't know. It like, I just felt like it was very basic. But I don't think that takes away from like the action or the fighting scenes. So for the most part, I'm good. Like I think I saw that it was at like an eight and a half on Rotten Tomatoes. And I was like, okay, like I can I can see that. I will say that I feel like Marvel is heading in the direction of having the heavier, more intense fight scenes be in their uh women focused. They're uh, women hero focused films. So I appreciate that because there, there's just a lot of, I can't even keep up with the movement on screen right now going on in a good way, like not in a bad way. What do you think? I, I, at this point, I just don't know why, why, why we're even here. I mean, I actually thought today, I was like, why well, review these anymore? Like, I just, okay. This, they waited a year. People were saying they weren't going to watch it, and then you watch it, and people are like, oh, no, I actually like this. Like, why even... Same thing happened with WandaVision. It happened with Falcon and Winter Soldiers. happening with Loki. Now, but, I mean, at this point, why? Why? Call me when they're not good. I mean... I mean, at this point, I'm, I mean, it just... I, I, seriously, I mean, yeah, this is a point, like, I don't even know why I'm even... Why even... Why even, why even review these anymore? Like, I... What are we doing? <laughs> like, I mean... I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm sorry. What I thought there was a much higher risk of this movie not being interesting or good. And and part of it is because I'm not the biggest Scarlett Johansson fan in certain uh, mediums. She's been a little less than enjoyable for me in action films. And her character is the thinnest. And I was not happy with the the backstory that Joss Whedon gave her. So I was not excited about Black Widow at all. And I no, really so originally look, wasn't intending to watch it. I watched this movie because I love Florence Pugh. No, so here's the thing. Wait, bro, you bro, bro. Watch but, 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 right, but here's the thing. No. Bro. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, bro. Listen, listen. Yes. Love you to death. But here's the thing, right? Everything you said there was true, makes sense. But how many times have we or anybody else said that about some other film that they've done, right? Not really excited, but don't really care for the lead, the lead actor or actress in the film. I didn't like what they previously did with the character. Like, Hey, I'm not saying any of that is wrong. I've, but I'm just, I've I'm just never saying, said I'm, that about a Marvel movie mm, ever. Well, no, I mean, you said you said it there when you said that you know you don't like what they did with her character uh, in in um, Age of Ultron, and she is the thinnest of the characters, right? And it's like I hear you, I, I hear you. I mean, and, and that's not like um, just a row like critique of that, right? That's people. I mean, <laughs> the Asian jokes about Carla Johansson are still going around, right? Everybody still makes sense. Like every, <laughs> I mean, this is the thing, right? She's a, it's kind of a terrible person sometimes, you know, it's like, it's, but that's there, why we but, review it. Honestly, right, I think no. that's why we review it because no, I was not going to see this movie. I wasn't going to see this movie. And then I, I don't know what I was doing. And I caught something. I was like, is that Florence Pugh? Did they list Florence Pugh? Is Rachel Weisz? Well, but, shit, now but, I have to but, watch it. But, bro, that's, so, what that's what, I'm but that's that's what why, I mean. But, but that's, that's why point. we review the movie, because I, I'm not the only person out there who thinks like that. So we review the movie so we can say, hey, it's worth going to see, even though there's this person who we don't like or that these things they did previously with their story. Some of the most hilarious things that they did in this movie were about mocking the backstory created by Whedon for the Black Widows. and I was rolling no but so bro, yeah I, that's, you're missing, you're missing I, I get what you're saying yeah. call you when it's not good but that's not we don't just no, 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 review bro, them just because bro, bro, bro. you know you're expectations not, not are met bro you're not hearing me bro. you're not, yes. you're not hearing, me. Yes. You're not hearing me. what 
Which one? B? Is that B? What's that B? Bro. Yes. Ma'am. Yes. Not one ounce of me believes that you are not going to watch a Marvel film, ma'am. Okay. Well, then you can sit Why? there in that belief. Why are we doing this? But no, bro, but no hold on, hold on, Rand. Hold on, hold on. This, this, this is what I'm talking about, right? You're saying that you weren't going to watch it, but then you were like, but that's all Fugan in. But then I saw Rachel. Right. We've all known they were in the film. You were going to watch the film. That's that's my point, right? That, that's what I'm trying to get to. It's like, I hear what you're saying. I feel you. Like, if it was just like they announced Scarlett Johansson in the film and was just like her by herself, you're absolutely right. I would 100% believe you. But we've all known who else was in this cast. We've all saw the trailer. You were going to watch this film. Like, bro, bro, it's us. And everybody's listening to us. You were going to watch this film. <laughs> you were going to watch this film. Like, that's what, that, and that's my point, right? It's like, People can sit there and say, you're not going to watch the film because of one thing. But then Marvel goes, oh, you're not? Okay, cool. Here's all the other reasons why you're actually going to be in that theater watching this film. That's my point, right? It's like, why are, why are we here? Why are, why? <sighs> Give me something. Like we were Marvel films just to talk about them at this point and <laughs> all the things that worked and the Come very, on. very few amount of things that might not have worked for you but seem to in no way take a, take away from the fact that this is just another good Marvel film <laughs> in a 11-year run, or no, longer, it's just 2008, right? Like, a 12-year run or 13-year run of good Marvel films. Like, I don't like the Thor films, but I won't call them terrible films. I probably have in a review, but I was just being mean. They're not <laughs> anywhere bad as the DC films, the counterparts of them, like, it, just being honest here, I we do this every year. There's a group, and I'm not saying, Ro, that you're in that group, but there is a group that decides to get online and talk about how they're not going to watch Ant-Man, or they're not going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3, or they're not going to watch Captain Marvel, or they're not going to watch Miss Marvel. Like, get No, I'm not in that group. I don't, I don't, but, I don't live in that group. Like, but I'm, I I don't, I'm not even close to near that group. So, but I get what you're saying. I get it. It's a solid movie. And I actually think it was a solid movie because it felt more phase one than people were expecting. Like with the jokes and the timing and the, the very, you know, very flashbacky opening of how everything felt slightly off kilter and out of step. And they made it work, but I, I know, I know people who won't go see this movie without hearing what people think about this movie. Because even knowing that there are people in the movie who they may like, they won't go because they don't like Scarlett Johansson. So for me, that's why I say, that's why I say we talk, we still talk about the movie. I mean, no, I mean, come on, I mean, yeah, we're gonna keep watching. We're gonna obviously, I'm obviously I'm joking. We're we're obviously gonna. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying at this point, like. Like, this is not yeah. like when you say, well, I wasn't going to watch the film. That's not like me saying I'm not going to watch the Snyder Cut. Like, y'all motherfuckers knew Chris ain't watching the fucking Snyder Cut. I'm never going to watch that shit. When I say, never when, when I say I'm not going to watch Joker, people are like, well, no, Chris is not going to watch it. I'm not going to. Like, that's what it is. Nah, when you say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to watch Black Widow. I'm just going to be like, all right, Rose. So when we do the review, right? That's, that's what I'm talking no, about. No, right? I'm like, I, 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 I get right. it. That's you see what I'm saying? I'm like. Come on. But I don't do that. I don't even think I told you I was thinking about not watching this movie because I knew there was a high likelihood I was still going to watch this movie. Right, this was going to watch this movie, bro. Like, you came into this review like, you know what, guys? I wasn't going to watch this. And at that point, from a distance, looked at each other and went, right, nigga. No, I I actually wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't. I don't. I don't have any interest in Scarlett Johansson projects anymore. I'm not. I don't even watch the trailers if she's in the movie. So. Unless it's a Marvel film. I mean, y'all know no. I like no. I like her problematic ass, so I'm doing that. She's just, I mean, I just, she hey, has listen, a lane and listen, she likes listen, to swerve out of it. Everybody has their favorite Asian actress, all right? So I'm just saying, you know, is it wrong that Scarlett Johansson is mine? You know? Everybody, just, everybody wants to be a tree. <laughs> you know, I just, um, no, but seriously, um, I mean, this is, this is, uh, the, to be perfectly honest, this is carrying on a, a, what the Marvel films do, and there's, there is a after credit scene. We're not, this is not a spoiler review, save for the after credit scenes. This is clearly Marvel. Again, <laughs> now that you've established your, your, your characters, your, your, the Infinity War saga and everything like that, they've been going back and taking some of the characters that they might not have been able to get more background on. We, we first started this with, um, 
uh, Nick Fury when he took center stage and we got a little backstory on him and Captain Marvel. We're now getting some of the backstory uh, with uh, Black Widow from things that they dropped in, uh, you know, in earlier films. We're now getting uh, some of those things. Um, and there's clearly, because of where they go in certain places and some of the <clears throat> things they talk about here, we're clearly going to have some tie-ins to um, the Hawkeye TV series. So it's like they're filling in these gaps <clears throat> and allowing them to continue to tell the story. This is what we happens. We talk about this every time we, we, we get on and talk about Loki or any of the Disney Plus shows. It's like they've built such a, a, a big bitch of stories to tell. And at this point, and this is why I jokingly say why I didn't read this anymore, at this point, it's just showing off, right? You have yeah. a film, because mm-hmm. here's the thing. This is a film that, quite frankly, and, I'll, and this is where I'll, I kind of agree with you a little bit, Ro. This is, quite frankly, a film we absolutely didn't need. I understand that people are like, I really wanted a Black Widow film. But I'm going to be honest. I was one of the people who were like, I don't care. Do I need a Black Widow film? No. Will I watch it? Of course. But did we absolutely need the Black Widow film? No. We didn't need it. Didn't need the story. We'd be fine. And guess what? She died in, in, in Endgame. So it's like, what are we doing here? Why do we really need to go and tell the story? We don't need it. And Marvel's like, it's okay. Guess what, motherfuckers? You're still going to watch it. Not only are you still going to watch it, but you do need the story, and we're going to fucking tell it, and you're going to watch it. Like, I feel like and they you're are... you're going to like it. Right. I feel like, I feel like they are like... The, they're they're uh, 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 loan sharks. And they're literally telling us like, yeah, yeah no, no, the first thing, no, you guys, it's fine, no, no, come on, come on, come on. we're gonna, yeah, you, you're gonna, you're gonna sit here, you're gonna like it, and we're, you're gonna keep coming back to us, and I know we're gonna abuse the fuck out of you when we need to, cause you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna keep coming back to us. This is, it's what it is. I like, they're but showing how can off. Right. Make a film like, how can they make a Black Widow film that essentially everybody's saying like, you know, a lot of people are saying they didn't want it. We know we didn't need it, right? And Marvel has us watch it, and you realize, oh, you do need it. Mm-hmm. But also in the same vein, I'm watching this, and I'm thinking of films like Atomic Blonde and Salt and a bunch of other shit that I'm like, you know, when Marvel just takes a fucking day off and they decide, ah, let's just throw something together and put it out there for the people, it's still better. What was that fucking um, Jennifer Lawrence film? What was that Jennifer Lawrence film? Red? Red, Red, Sp- oh, Red Sparrow? Don't do that. Don't oh do that. Oh, my Don't do God. That. Right? It's like, We've here's the other thing. I'm going with you. What would you say in there, B? Like, it's not even like they're the first. You know what they did? They pulled an apple. Where it's like people always come out and say, "Well, Samsung did it first, and Android did it first, and Apple's not even the best." <laughs> and Apple's just like it's okay. yeah, Marvel's proprietary, though. Right, they do it better. Right. Every it's time. like it's like <laughs> okay, sure, motherfuckers. Yeah, somebody else did it first. We're gonna do it better. And that's but what they they're doing here. Like Siri, bitch. Like right. it's, it's you. I'm watching this film and I'm thinking. Why couldn't this be done with the last eight like female spy films, female led spy Jesus films Christ. that had actresses in them who could have done this? The only right? way I close is, is Hannah. I, and I don't mean the film; I mean the TV series. TV series, yeah, the TV. I mean, but that again, this is a project. Mm-hmm. This is one Amazon. This is Prime. They care about their projects. Mm-hmm. They clearly care about their projects. It's not like when Prime drops a new sh- a new series. It's the same as with Netflix. Netflix is just dropping bullshit to keep y'all watching shit and because they know y'all are going to watch it. Prime actually primes their releases. So when they say something is coming, I'm like, I'm at least going to sit and give it a chance because it's probably going to be fucking good and we're not going to get anything for a while. With Black Widow, it starts off and I'm like, okay, cool. We've seen the action scenes in the trailer, the fight scenes. We've seen Taskmaster. Like, we know those scenes are dope. Those scenes are in this film. And then there are other dope-ass scenes. But then, not only do they give you one dope woman spy lead, they give you Florence. And they give you Rachel. Like, they just keep... Marvel is like, hey, you want to be cool in our movie? Come on over here. And it's a film that is like, why can't other films do this? And when that's they, about the time that you realize that you actually did need this movie, and you're like, well, shit. Marvel does shit better. When they decide that they're going to do a film, they do shit better. If Marvel does a fucking horror film at some point, which they will, it's going to be one of the best, it's going to be the best horror film that comes out that fucking year. And that's just the reality of the situation. We're watching them, we talked about this in the Loki review, well, the first episode. We're watching them, liter- watching them literally do this with TV series right now. And then they come back and they do it on the big screen. So not only did you get the episode of Loki that dropped this week, you're thinking to get Black Widow to follow it up. 
with whatever the next episode of Loki is next week. <laughs> Bro, yeah. I'm, I feel like a crackhead. Yeah, I mean, it's just at this point, like, and, and this is after the, 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 yeah, I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, at this point, I, I don't get, it gets boring. Like, I, I remember seeing um, when the Eternals teaser trailer dropped, and people were going, well, you know, maybe it's boring, and oh, maybe Eternals isn't going to be good. I'm like, right. why, why are we doing this now? Why are we, like, really? Again? You're doing this again? That all just like, sounded again? really dumb. Are, just are, even, are, I mean, it is, but it's like, at this it's... point, at this point, why are you doing it? Here's the thing that bothered me. Here's the thing that that, bot, that really bothers me. And at this point, we're not even reviewing the film anymore. Because at this point, go watch it. You're going to see it. You're going to enjoy it. It's great. It's good, guys. It's, like, it's good. Scarlett is right. fighting. Lawrence is hilarious. Her accent is on point. She's fighting. David Harbour is hilarious. He's on point, as I wish I could have been. Captain America's real foe. <laughs> and Rachel Wise is in it just enough to be enjoyable. Taskmaster fights their ass off. There's some twisted shit going on. And then Marvel is setting y'all up for something I think they already announced. And I'm not going into it any more than that. Yeah. It's a good fucking film. Yeah. Go watch it. Yeah, it's I mean, worth yeah. every it's, it's, minute. Yeah. Every, hundred, every 134 minute of it, I feel like it's worth it, even when it gets slow a bit in the middle, even when they're changing locations constantly. There's a reason that they're doing it. There's a reason for you to be paying attention. And I think a follow-up of another Marvel film with a woman lead to Captain Marvel, this one does a stellar fucking job, and I can't wait to see what the next one is going right. to be. There you go. Yeah. There's your review. Yeah, there, there, go there you go. Wow. So now, 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 I got to sit here and go, or I remember the last female-led superhero film we saw <laughs> last year. Right? With another big-name character. Actually, a bigger, bigger name character than Black Widow, because, like, who the fuck is Black Widow, to be really honest? I mean, even for the 12 years, who, who the fuck really cares about Black Widow, right? So we had a follow-up, you know, to, you know, what some say was DC's best film in Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, my God. And... Right, you you almost forgot about that film, right? I like no, I I, I, was I, 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 I almost I almost forgot about the film because I was like, no, no, that film came out like three years ago. Um, it didn't. It came out like last December. Um, like literally ago, six months ago, seven months like ago, yeah, seven, six seven months ago. Um, and when you compare Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, now people are like, you shouldn't compare films. Why? Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? Should you not compare Wonder Woman? To a Black Widow film. You're right. Ten-year-old me would have been like, you're out of your fucking mind to compare Wonder Woman to Black Widow because they're not even the same, 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 same hemisphere. And <laughs> come to find out, that's true because Black Widow is so much fucking better. Well, I mean, I, they're both... This is... It's so sad. I, I mean... <laughs> No, I was I was gonna say something. And I realized that even that makes it worse. It's like you know they're both flashback to movies. They start uh, <laughs> twenty years, twenty one years in their past. They even have the same kind of opening aesthetic. The only fucking difference is Wonder Woman is an adult, and whoever did the lighting and uh, uh, scene setups for for Black Widow loves their job uh, and and is good at it. And that and that the, there are children in the opening sequence. That's literally the only difference when you go back in time, and you don't get the ob- obnoxious overuse of music to set the tone. They actually made it look like the right time period, and then made what was happening make sense before I mean, they did something about, ridiculous. Can we talk about what they did with the sound in this film, and how I I don't think I've heard Marvel do this with sound in a film like ever. It'll do new shit. 12 years later when they've been doing stellar shit the whole time. Like, Black Widow probably has the best sounding film of all the Marvel films. Now, I'm talking about music. I'm talking about sound effects. I'm talking about when Taskmaster shows up and the music they decide to play in the background. Right. If this, yeah, if this isn't up for a creative award for sound, then they're just being nasty because it's a comic book movie. Like, the sound engineering that- is ridiculous. Do you put that for scoring or do you put that for sound effects? Because I feel like they put they were both together. I feel like both those guys. There's two different categories. They should be nominated for both. Fucking amazing. Yeah, like the sound engineering and then all the spotting and everything. It's ridiculous. It's like, and like that's what I mean. It's like you you get all this really big energy in the '84, but then you realize it's just the score. It's if you take out that song that they've got you paying more attention to than what's on the screen, you realize that the sounds that they made for the scene are dumb. But then mm-hmm. you juxtapose it against what they did with Black Widow, and you get there and you realize that they build up this whole sense of tension, and they made it work even better as the action starts to kick in. And, and, and 
if you're old enough or you care enough about history to realize exactly the historical period in time that they're playing with, it makes it even better when you see where they go. And then they really start the story with the girls. This is one of the best times that I've seen between how the sound was used and the scene composition actually made it completely make sense that a movie opened with a full length flashback and then kicked ahead 21 years. And I mean, Wonder Woman didn't even have to do a flash forward. They were supposed to, we were supposed to just be in her time and the story never stopped being trash because the setup was always garbage. We've watched Marvel films and they have villains like show up and even through like the whole Thanos shit, right? They also show up and I honestly just was like, here come this cool ball headed nigga again. When Taskmaster shows up in this film, every fucking time Taskmaster shows up, I'm like, man, y'all need to get the hell out of there, bro. Just get the hell out of there. Don't mm-hmm. even try to fight. Just get the fuck out because Taskmaster is a whole ass force. I would love if they could do a whole film a 45-minute film of all the Avengers just fighting Taskmaster. Because I felt like Taskmaster is that bad of a villain in this film. And it's like, minus the speaking or anything like that, right? That's not the point. The point is, there is this formidable foe that shows up at the perfect wrong times throughout this movie. And it, it literally can, it can kind of just, it makes you shiver a bit when that sound happens and when that music changes. Like, motherfuckers literally be in the middle of joking and having a beautiful moment, and Taskmaster shows up. And it's like, God You're damn. like, you know what? It's time to go. I don't know you. You go that way, I go this way. <laughs> Run. I don't think I make it is, is throughout this film. And also, I know we're saying that Black Widow is not Wonder Woman, but there is a fall scene in this film where I'd argue yeah. uh, <laughs> she, she is close, maybe, she utilized the it's, sky better well, if that's it's, what you mean it's seen the trailer i mean there's not even a spoiler there's a scene in the trailer you see her we see that we see the scene in the trailer where she's jumping in the sky and i'm like that's better than all the flying scenes of wonder woman and uh, just like but like i said it's just i don't know i i, I don't i don't know i don't i don't uh, what are we doing i i just you know, and this is after I, the, the, I know the, you guys. I know you guys called the story a little bit simple or something, but I mean, they used every single bit of spycraft movie timing. And then I'm not kidding when I say I feel like they shoved a, a, a River Phoenix story well, right in the middle of it, well, and I, it works. Well, I don't I think, think basic is bad. I just think like sometimes the expectation is that a character. I don't want to, and I hate saying terms like it's deeper. I think there's an expectation that the story might be a bit more complex to match the depth of what they may per, they may want to portray for a character that we felt like didn't have a story. But I feel like if I was to explain to someone what the story is here, I could do it in one so, sentence yeah. very easily. Well, so but I mean, possibly, but I, I I get what you're saying. But I think the reason I think that they ended up building her into being not only a more compelling and interesting character to where you don't just kind of blink, you have a better understanding of how Natasha ended up as an Avenger. And it's not just because they actually gave this character range by the time that they were done. Well, so, and yeah. a lot of that has to do with the the interaction with Florence Pugh, but the rest of it does have to do with the bigger story and the building blocks they built onto it and why she, ha- you know, I, I feel like this movie answered a couple of questions that you don't necessarily realize that you have, like what the hell was Natasha really doing in the gap when you realized she wasn't with, uh, uh, Captain America the whole time that they went on the run and then other periods in time when you're wondering, you know, some of her signature techniques and tactics that they have her use to see them employed the way that they were actually intended and then twisted the way that they do for this movie. You actually end up getting a more clear psychological understanding and a much more complex view of a character who's been barely paper thin. So I I thought it was a smart groove to jump in. Well, I think it's for, I I think, I think this is where, the delay this is why i think this is why they didn't release it last year on demand and why they were waiting to find a good time to, to do it and i think the reason why is what you were saying it's like they think they're releasing uh, uh, going to too many spoilers so i won't go into it but i think they're trying to release it closer to some other things they're doing to have that tie in there to, to keep it together because I'm, I'm with you i think that not just what she was doing in the gap between civil war and infinity war but I think it gives, by the time you get to this film, 
you get a better understanding of why Natasha is still the woman in the chair in Endgame. Why she's oh, yeah. still running, why she's still running, trying to run the Avengers. Why that conversation she has with Steve when she's just sitting there and she's why she's trying to chase why she's trying to chase down and find Clint. Like it all makes way more sense once you finish this film, and th- that's where some of the gaps start coming in. And I think that. We're just we're we're so far removed from Endgame now. It's easy to sometimes forget some of that stuff. But I think the where they're putting it and why they're releasing it, those parts of the the end credit scene, it shows you why. Okay, this is why they're releasing it now. This is why they delayed as much as they did because again, nothing Marvel does is by accident. They release these things on purpose in the order they release them in for a reason. So there's a reason why. They decided to wait to to release Black Widow until after Falcon Winter Soldier started releasing it before. Well, no, it was supposed to come out before actually, but then with the COVID shit and the whole theater shit, they nope. ended up releasing it after. So no, 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 part- no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's what I'm saying. It was supposed to be. It's supposed to be. This was supposed to be released last year. This was supposed to be released before yeah, any of the Marvel just- TV shows release. If if you hold this until you've started rolling out on Disney Plus, it makes absolutely 100 percent sense right. that they waited until after we got the ones that we got. Exactly, and that's what and that's what I'm saying. Before they rescheduled, right. right? That's what I'm saying. That where and this is where this is where it's so funny about how deep the planning in Marvel is. They're like, all right, cool. We were really going to put things out in this order. Well, we can actually reshuffle what we have because we have a plan, right? Yeah. And because we have this- a plan, we can reshuffle the order of what we're going to release things in to make still make sense of what we're trying to tell narratively. And go forth from there. That's what happens here. So it's like now, all right, the cool. end of this movie plus the end credit scene makes me feel like this is actually better than if they had been able to release this on their regular yeah, big absolutely. theater no, it, film it because it it there would have been a larger gap in time, mm-hmm. you know, between. Yeah, so I think this is actually a better fit than what they had intent and intended originally. No, absolutely. I think this 100%. makes more sense, right? I think their like an original plan of when to release it, the stuff that you were going to get extra, and the introduction to what you're going to be introduced to, makes more sense and is more fluid the way they've done it here because it's a small introduction and then it's another small introduction, and I'm like, okay, I see what's going on now. But if the, if I'd have saw that, like you said a year in advance or seven months in advance, I would have been like, eh, okay. I guess yeah. I'm going to see the importance of that. And then you, you see something else and you're like, I would have been like, okay, like, but da da da. I think the everything getting pushed back and things being run closer together now makes those little, those little extras more cool to see right so like the building blocks have the, the, the time span of the building blocks being closer together i think right. also working in their favor and i also think the thing that works in their favor is that this is eric pearson on the screenplay mm-hmm. and it's very difficult because pearson had to deal with the agent carter stuff a lot of it and he mm-hmm. did a lot of the one shots so i think when the way that the movie is put together and the beats that they have like you were saying, if you if you see something else and it grabs you and you remember, and then they were able to do what they did with the end of the movie and then the after credit scene, um, you're like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. So I think it does. It it, it not only lengthens, shortens the time, but it also gives you different reminders because you've already seen Wanda. Mm-hmm. 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 Because <laughs> yeah, you've already because. So the way Loki's going to end is either going to be annoyingly mind-blowing because the next thing after that is Eternals, which means we kind of have to wait. I feel like we're going to, I feel like we're going to get, I feel like Eternals is going to be a nice transition film. And not, you really, like, you really think they're using Eternals as a palate cleanser? Not a, pa- kind of, to a degree, to a degree. And I'm looking at the way they did the trailer for it in this release. That's that's kind of I feel like that's different from all of this new trailer. I feel like that's why people maybe didn't take to it the way they would have a a typical film. I do feel like Marvel is going to use this Hmm. for a huge setup. Well, I I also think the way that people aren't responding to it necessarily. uh, Sorry, B, is because the paces are different. You know, Um, what are what are the issues that are going on? How are they? How are they? 
using humanity's autonomy in the story, you don't have to deal with any of that in Black Widow. But the pacing is not really what you come to expect from the more recent Marvel movies. You still have sinister things, world-threatening things. They're still doing, you know, a globetrotting action adventure. But these fight scenes are gnarly. And they're... And they almost all happen on an intimate level. And when you see what they've done to bring Taskmaster into their MCU and how they want make that work and why it's here that that character gets introduced, you're not going to care that you didn't need this movie. Because, you know, like I, I think you can say it's like you get the the trailer with David Harbour and Rachel Weisz and Florence and Natasha sitting all around the table. I don't know why I don't use her real name, but I kind of do. Um, and you realize that you're dealing with like a prop family and something is going on and how that all works was hilarious to me because I walked out of this movie going, it's all about family. And I was like, y'all stole something from Fast and Furious. Oh, no, no I, I thought about that too. I was like, <laughs> this is the best. It's like, oh, like Kevin Feige was like, oh, y'all, y'all, <laughs> you're talking about family, huh? Uh-huh. Let, me, let me let me tell you a little bit of let me tell you a little bit of family. Let me let me let me let me tell you a story about family real quick. You know? Yeah, he's like family. once upon a time. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. But all of it's great. And I I mean, you know, I, you guys know I love spycraft and I love assassin movies, and I really love it when they let women fight without making it seem like they're more concerned with where their hair is gonna go. And shout out to hair you know, and makeup. All of that, even though this film definitely handled like, fingers at that. Handled <laughs> it. Had so many mocking things. They trolled so hard mm-hmm. just by doing what they do well and made it so fucking beguiling on screen. Yo, the, the last scene where, where, where Florence does it, I was I brought out laughing because it's like here's yeah. the thing. We're talking about the funny moments in this film. Here's the thing: is it, this is when we talk about funny moments. This is more on pace with the funny moments in like Winter Soldier than like. Ant-Man, yeah. right? It's, it's more that kind or of Ragnarok. thing. Or Ragnarok. Yeah, it's not like, you know, just completely like funny jokes all the time. No, no, no. This is this is one of the moments where it's like, y'all motherfuckers really did that shit. Okay. Alright. 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 Yeah. You got me. You got me. You got me. You know, are you just gonna are we in the middle of a fight? You gonna roast her because of that? Okay. You know. Alright. <laughs> Poser. Alright. Cool. Alright. All right, yeah. all right, like, all right. mid in the air, this is like, this is cool. Y'all like, yeah. really? This well, is what we're doing? Yo, fucking lie. All on hinge. The, the, the pockets joint, that, that running joke was killing me. The, the joint, I love it so the much. Joint, the, the joint with the best of the pocket, that shit was uh-huh. killing me. Because it was like, it was all like deadpan. It was, it was dead serious the entire time, but fucking hilarious. Yo, it's... Right. It's so good. And then it reminded me again what I like about what actually works when Scarlett Johansson is a character. I've said it and I'll say it until the day I die. Scarlett Johansson is a cipher. If you pour the wrong thing in her, you're going to get a mess. But if you pour the right things in her and you pit her in the the right kind of energy, you can get brilliance. And Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh, the nose plays. But ain't she an executive producer on this? Probably. I don't know. I ain't looked that deep. I don't like her. Probably. I mean, at this point, I mean, at this point, I mean, might as well. I mean, why not? You think you don't know an executive producer or whatever woman? That's true. I mean, well, I wanted to insult her, so of course I had to know who she was. I mean, what do you want from me? But, um, no, I I didn't actually look at the casting crew beyond to see who did the screenplay and who got credit for story by, just because I always think that's interesting to see who turns to the top out of the the Marvel world for these things. But I I didn't actually look for EPs or producers. I'm just saying. You you got an EP this time. If you had to pick a person, I'm picking Florence. 100% across the board every time. Because that motherfucker in this film. Yelena Belova scares the shit out of me. She got to be my friend. I don't, she's like, I I want to, I feel like, I feel like she's just, people have fucked with her so much that she comes off as a sociopath, but she really is an empath at heart. But, like, you're going to have to dig so deep to get there with her. Listen, I don't know how I want to deal with someone who's been forced to uh, to have their entire emotional core. They had to learn how to suppress and not listen to any of it. Because I just really feel like Bro. that person also should not be trained as an assassin. Um, and then if you accidentally hurt their feelings because you think they don't have any, um, you're going you're gonna to die. You're that gonna, conversation gonna... with David Harbour. 
in the chopper. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like, I'm like, this is funny, but it's also it's it's funny in the in literally the way that comedy is tragedy. Mm-hmm. Like right. it's so sad right. and, and fucking funny at the, all at the same time, right? right? I think Dan Harbor also, like, I don't want him to be overlooked. I saw some stuff that was saying, like, oh, he shows up. No, when he shows up, it's great. Right. It's completely not- worth it. I couldn't think of anybody else who could have played that character and made it more than just the 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 quote dad character. And this makes up for the shit he did before that we won't speak of in hell. But like, good way to bounce back, sir. Like, you needed this. <laughs> really, really needed to bounce back on the big screen. Nobody, yeah. we didn't have season four on Netflix for you to bounce back, bro. Listen, so. we don't acknowledge that other thing that you mentioned. It doesn't exist. The only other thing he's done, we just immediately skip no. right over that. The film that should have been called Boy Hell No. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, he's a great straight man in these situations. or and, and, and it's because he tries so hard. He's so earnest about the things that he's committed to that it kind of doesn't offset for everything else. This is what I kept saying. They're playing in a really cool psychological space and they don't miss a beat. And then foiling that into a real spy craft and then making it to where you have a character who's forcing Natasha to inspect her past and the decisions she's made and why. And then you have little comments like, well, you know, if you fall into a trap, it wasn't on my watch. Mm-hmm. And then you get to mm-hmm. see how all that stuff means. Yeah, I mean, I, I... also, again, I'm, I'm just drawing I'm just drawing lines here, creating links. The fact that y'all are going to see this film the same week that you're watching Loki there. I don't know how this ended up working out this well for Marvel, but there are so many similarities between the two. Dude, like this is going to be you're going to ease right into the chair on this one, guys. If you've been watching the whole time, you're eating. You're going to eat real well this weekend. But yeah, I I mean, yeah, I just I, I was. I was engaged from beginning to end there. Even when it slowed down, I understood why. And, you know, I personally feel like if you want to have a movie that you feel has like a driving uh, story and action that completely subverts tropes that relate to women and feminism, and you want to twist against the dominant paradigm of misogyny, and you kind of want to like stand up and like go girl, whatever the hell this is how you do it this movie never once feels like it needs to stop and tell you that it's about to subvert some kind of oh you mean it doesn't need to go hey girl power message it doesn't mean it yeah doesn't need to do that doesn't need to do like some other some other films yeah Yeah. Yeah. no it doesn't need to signpost Mm. you with the music it doesn't Mm. have to hold your hand through anything if you miss stuff in this movie it's because you was watching somebody get their ass kicked and you'll be happy regardless but this is this is how i prefer that they show what they mean by a strong empowered fully capable woman and and this is not to take anything away from atomic blonde because i do love that movie but it's from a different kind of comic and it's got a different kind of style and feel so when i think atomic blonde doing right i think red sparrow doing wrong versus red sparrow to to uh black widow except for the red room and Honestly, I really feel like at that point they probably did steal from a couple of those spycraft books about, you know, the making of uh, the perfect soldier for filling in the crap ass blanks left by Whedon with that trash he did. Um, But this is how you do it. This is how you do that fix. This is how you talk about something that if you want to show what, quote, the results of feminism are. This is it. There's so much synergy in this movie. It has to be. I was only sad that we didn't get to see more black widows fight than we do i can give you that yeah i can give you that um i i will say this this is one of the things that i talk about this all the time with deepom and i think i talk about with you all too and we talk about some of the things this this is the again i know we're we're not supposed to always bring up the other company in the competition um but i'm giving a shit what no huh you said what they keep giving us stuff. Well, no, they but, occupy but, the but, same space. Well, we get to right. bring them up. And, 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 that, and that's my thing. One, they occupy the same space, but two, it's a it's a repeated thing for me because we 
one of the, there's a fundamental difference between how DC does things in just in general, whether it's movies, TVs, or, or comic, not really the TV. Their TV is usually better than this. Um, but the comics, which is from what Marvel does, everybody's going to make mistakes. There's always going to be something that Marvel does that, you know, we don't necessarily go with again, the things that Josh Whedon did with the character in, in age of Ultron definitely say definitely should have been better. Some of them very, very trash and handled very poorly because, well, Josh Whedon is trash, right? So Ooh. had that been DC, what they would have done was mm. completely erase it from the, from the timeline, pretend like it didn't exist, reboot it, then to have somehow come back and then try to make it come back again. Like, this is the same thing Fox did with the X-Men films, right? Well, are we erasing it or are we not erasing it, right? You know, we've seen the trailer for The Suicide Squad. Is it, is it, is it a reboot? Is it a remake? Like, what is it? Does the original David Ayer's suicide? What is it? Right? You're always living in the space of what the? What am I supposed to? What is the timeline? What am I? What am I supposed to be looking at? Is, is, is does it count? Does it not count? What are we doing? And this is in their comics too. The DC's constantly in there. Something goes wrong. Well, time to reboot. Let's do New Fifty Two. Let's pretend like it all didn't happen again. Well, now let's do a uh, rebirth and let's pretend New Fifty Two didn't happen. Like it's. It's always this thing of, well, we messed up, we didn't do it right, so let's just completely erase it from the timeline and pretend like we didn't do it until the time then we say that we did do it, right? They just did it with the Snyder Cut, right? Snyder Cut doesn't exist, and then it does exist, and then it's, well, we're not going to make any more of it, but then maybe we do make more of it. Like, you're constantly in this idea of this, this battle of, what is it? Say what you want about Marvel, Marvel doesn't do that shit. This, right. They, I mean, if it, this it, had, if this had been any of the other companies that dabble in the world of superheroes, they would we would have gotten an origin story yeah. and probably wouldn't have even gotten Scarlett Johansson yeah. Yeah. as right. Natasha for the first two acts of the movie because right. they would have gone back and redone it and we would have right. been in the red. Right. Room. So 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 what you get instead is all right, cool. Hey, you know what? You're right. We made some mistakes. We didn't treat the red room and and Black Widow's history with the respect we should have. You know what we're going to do? We're going to build on it. We're not going to pretend like it didn't happen. We're, not, we're actually going to go, like you said, and, and directly comment on some of those things that people had issues with and bring them up here and dig more into them and make them actually matter. And that's why, no matter what, you're always going to watch these films. Mm-hmm. Because no matter if there's a film that doesn't resonate with you, in the back of your mind, you're going, what about the next one? Like, there's a chance that they're going to hear my critiques and then do better because they have a history of doing that. So now I'm in, I'm always going to be in no matter what, you know, if it doesn't land for me this time, it'll come back and land before. Like they literally did this with agent of shield. People were always talking about the, the, the episode, the well, always deep. I'm going to always bring that up. The well was considered the, the worst episode of season one <laughs> until grant war turns completely Hydra and Hydra takes like, then all of a sudden it's like the well is important. It's one of the most important episodes you've ever had. And it's because, well, that's where the backstory is. Now that episode matters. I and mean, the one we didn't think we needed to watch anymore is incredible. I mean, you, you, we saw the last, uh, was it a uh, song Chi tra- trailer? Like that's abomination mm. in that film. Yep. We, we're bringing, we, we're going all the way back to incredible. We're, we're bringing abomination back. Are we really doing this right now, guys? Like no matter what it's all, it all, it, it's all connected. It all matters. You know, you don't want to miss anything. Even if it's not your cup of tea, Number of people I keep seeing who aren't even like big Marvel or or comic fans or anything like that are going like, oh well, you know, the movies are turning back up again, so I guess it's time for me to go and watch all the Marvel films now. Like, <laughs> who, who else is doing that? I mean, Fast Nine just came out. Anybody's going, huh? Let me go watch all the Fast and Furious movies. Nobody does. I mean, I love the. This is not me smirching the Fast series. Love the Fast series. I get it. Nobody's going. I'm gonna go watch all. <laughs> The eight previous films. Nobody's doing that shit. No, people Nobody. went and watched Tokyo Drift because they're like, well, Han's supposed to be back. Right. I guess I should watch that movie. Yeah, you you oh, won't, you, you won't watch that. The worst one. Like, huh. I hate when I hear people say that. Right. It's the worst fast film. Is it really bad? Worse is it than really? Furious? Is it? Is it worse than The Fast and the Furious or Fast and Furious, whichever title is the fourth But it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. You're not going to no. watch all of them. You're not going to watch all of them, right? You're going to no, watch you, one. You're going to no, watch you one. Not unless you right. get stuck on TNT but, and can't find your remote. Then you're going to be stuck watching all of them because they damn well going to play all but, of them for but you. I'm, I'm literally watching people go back 13 years and going, well, psh, drop on and watch Iron Man. Huh, let me watch that first Thor film. You know, even if the first Thor film was the worst Thor, Thor film, you're still like, huh, let me watch that first Thor film. 
I'm gonna watch Captain America First Avenger. <clears throat> and these are not like hardcore Deepom fans, right? Like Deepom, I watch do that shit. You're like, okay, them, them niggas, right? This is some random person on, on Facebook going like, wait, you watch these films? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get all the way caught up. Like that's where Name we're at right now. Where people ask, do they need to watch the the old films to get it? And they go, yeah, you actually probably need to take like a month. Right. And right. Go ahead. Watch all right, right. films. Like, nobody says that for Fast and Furious. They're like, right. no, you can pretty much jump in at any time. <laughs> Yo, go, go, ahead the, go, ahead the, go ahead the go ahead the Wikipedia page up. You, you're good. Go, go, yeah. go Wiki. But, but, but the good thing about that is, is a lot of people used to say that about Marvel. And I think Marvel took, you know, slight mm-hmm. offense. Yeah, yeah. No, they did. But, They're like, but, they, they, they hit that Cam Newton gift. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. sure. You, you're not going to watch them all? You're not going to watch them all? Okay. All right, cool. Okay. All right. All right. They're like, we'll get you in a minute. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the way, I think that's one of the reasons why it's worked. Look, I think we've all had this conversation where none of us, all of us are perfectly willing to yuck somebody else's yum if it's necessary. And that's just going to be my phrase. My mama told me I use other words too much. So I'm trying to not use some of them profane words. It's not going to work out. I'm going to fail. But I think when it comes to the Marvel movies and you're talking about what, what are you getting for your money? I never feel like I didn't get my money's worth when I go see a Marvel, even uh, a Marvel film or I watch a Marvel show, even if it's not one that immediately makes me have to reconsider my ranking of Marvel films like Black Widow did. Mm. I just felt like I needed to watch it again immediately at when it ended. I was like, okay. I did. I, 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 there were lulls that I feel like were necessary, that I feel like I took as lulls, and I'm going to have to go back and watch this again. I don't have the energy of the time right now, but I can't wait until this is on a streaming service or I can purchase it to watch it again. And that happens with all the Marvel films. And I'm being honest here. I know you guys see it love fast, but how many of you motherfuckers actually go out and buy the fast films when they're made available digitally every (laughs) time? No. There's a reason that you can buy a fast box set every year that a fast film comes out because they know 90% of fast fans don't own all those fucking movies. Like, so it's like, the, hey, here's well, a $25 well, box set with 12 DVDs and, in it. And let's be honest here, right? Because, I mean, I haven't seen the latest Fast Food film. I am. But, like, I also saw what the reviews are doing, and I'm like, at some point, and mm-hmm. looking, at, looking at the Hobbs and Shaw, what they do, I'm like, at some point, you gotta realize that the other thing, to re- the other reason why we love the Fast series is because we also know it's ridiculous and it's a joke. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, we're all in on the joke. Like, when people go, I can't believe you watched it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because they're ridiculous. Yeah, of course. They're, they're some, uh, you know, some of them are good, are, are actually good, good at being ridiculous, right? It's, that's the, that's the appeal to it. It's not because it's like, yeah, they have tight storytelling and great acting and no, all this stuff. No, no, that's not why we're there. That's, I, not, what, that's uh, not what we're there no, for. We're not there no, for that. No, we're not coming for no. that. The reason I said the comment I said about the fact, oh, y'all just, y'all just gonna come in here and still. Fast and Furious, this whole thing. I have seen the the Fast Nine film, and I enjoyed it because it is completely oh, unhinged. Right. I mean, and for the for the first time ever, they had a use for Roman that I was okay with. And the same way that they kind of play around poking fun at their own flaws and their mm-hmm. own ridiculousness in Black Widow. That's another thing that they do in Fat F9 right. that really works. I just don't know why I have to keep saying the name of a key on my keyboard. But but no, the story is, is ridiculous. It's it's completely and utterly ridiculous. Like they spend way too much time. Like I will say this. This movie does a brilliant use of a flashback. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't do it again. Mm-mm. And and Fast Nine falls prey to wanting to do nonlinear storytelling and jumping around in time in Dom's life because this movie is really about Dom. I just and- I, I see when y'all said nobody takes fast film serious. I wanted to jump in and be like, uh, Ben Diesel does after I saw what he said about how he helped Rock's acting, right? Like he absolutely takes these films seriously from a dramatic theatrical acting perspective okay right. and i don't know why because he's still built like security guard because that's since- that's how he gets himself and I, i'm gonna let him have his process i know it's ridiculous you know it's ridiculous he need to stop saying that stuff in public where we have to know he's ridiculous Bro. but it's a mess but that but that's the difference it's like you've got people like 
I'm not kidding when I say that it matters that Eric Pearson is the one who was in the driver's seat as the writer for Black Widow. And that the story credit goes to the two writers for WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that the person who who's in the director's chair is Kate. Those things mattered. And there are very few other franchises. I mean, I know, I know Willem Dafoe got a lot of shit when he was talking about the difference between uh, cinema and television. And one of the things he was saying is that TV shows have showrunners versus films have uh, a crew and a director who's in there. And he likes to just give himself over to the director. This movie is exactly what it takes, in my opinion, to get a great performance out of an actor like Scarlett Johansson when you need her to have levels, when you need her to have depth, when you need her to be more than that semi-incapable of having a proper expression on its face at the right time unless she's ugly crying emotive. And this script may feel like it's simple, but the story isn't. And the way they give it to you is great. So that's you're not getting any of that shit in Fast 9. None of it. Well, and you don't right. go there for it. You would be freaked out if they tried. Well, let's be honest here. Again, you bring up a good point. This is why this is why Marvel's transition to Disney Plus and the TV show shouldn't surprise anyone because they've been doing this from the beginning. You know, mm -hmm. this is how mm -hmm. they've been making their movies. It's the, you know, we always look at Kevin Feige and say, Kevin Feige, but it's also a committee. There's a committee of all the producers behind him and writers behind him that says, this is the story we're telling. They, they have turned, I mean, we're, we're saying TV, but really they've kind of done it like, <laughs> like Marvel Comics does, right? You have an editor-in-chief at the top, so this is the direction we're going. A bunch of editors underneath with the writers and then the story. Like, and you build from there. I mean, that's what they've done. So you know where the direction of the overall architecture of, of the, the, the story you're telling. And each phase is telling that part of the story. And we go forward from there. I mean, and, and, it, and it works. And no other studio is up to do that. And no other studio can do that because of the way they're structured. Marvel Studios only makes Marvel films and, and TV shows at this point. That is the only thing they do. This is why they can do what they do. And why, honestly, uh, again, we're, we're always, and I'm going to say we shouldn't compare them, but we're always going to compare them because it's what it is. They operate in the same spaces. But this is why it's also, I'll, I'll defend everybody else and all the other studios. It's an unfair comparison. Because just their structure doesn't allow them to do this. If DC films, if DC Studios was actually a DC Studios like Marvel Studios, then we probably would get good DC films. But it's not. It's a front. It's just it's, they don't. They're not real. It's not a real thing, right? They don't. They don't have an. They're, they're trying. They say they're trying, but at the end of the day, WB's going to stick. Or at this point, I guess was AT and T. Whoever is still going to step in and enter somewhere else. Disney's basically like, Marvel, you guys are making us billions of dollars. Do your thing. Lucasfilms, yeah. you're making us billions of dollars. Do your thing. Pixar, you're, you're making billions of dollars. Do your thing. You know? Yeah, they're never going to take their hand off their neck, out of their pocket. They're never not going to step in and right. you know change around what they want. By the time you get down to people being in the chair, the director knows what's within the director. The, all that stuff's already been previously negotiated, yeah. like you said. And they also know when it comes to certain, you know, the look and feel of the movie, how far they can move in their sandbox. And I also I, I truly think that that really makes a difference because, you know, Kate Sherlin makes movies that are a little bit more creeptastic and depressing. And I thought this movie looked great. Well, this is what but this is what this is what also what Marvel does this is why you don't see the big like Sam Raimi might be the biggest name director they're going to get in a while. Right. I mean, yeah, you're looking, oh, James Gunn and all that. Yeah, yeah. But when they first came, when James Gunn, the Russo brothers first came, they weren't, they, James Gunn did what before? Was it Slither? That was his biggest movie before he did Guardians of the Galaxy. So they don't mm -hmm. get big name directors to do their films. Even Josh Whedon at the time wasn't a big name director. He wasn't. Right. So Sam Raimi at this point is the biggest name director they have. And, and I think that's just because he's also one of the big name directors who came in and said, I'll, I'll follow in. I'll follow in line. All the other directors that, that complain about Marvel that they don't get are the ones that they want complete control. They want to tell their own story. They want to do it this way. And Marvel's like, no, nah, we don't need that. We'll go uh -huh. and get the Chloe's house. We'll go and get the, the, the really good talent that's out there that everybody's kind of ignoring. And we'll give them a chance, elevate them. And next thing you know, we got Oscar winners. Golly gee, they looked at their work product and saw whether or not it could jive with what they were doing before yeah. they hired someone. Yeah. I mean, I know. I, I mean, know. the shock. The I mean, it's like when you have this, it's a big freaking deal. And I think, yeah, I, I mean, 
there aren't people who can play in that sandbox just because they can't modify outside of, you know, certain decisions being beyond their, their, what they can do or what's allowed to be done on the fly. I would, I would be interested to know how much stuff, uh, David Harbour ad-libbed in the conversations that he has in some of the moments where he's musing. I would love to know how much of that was not on, was on page and how much is him and how much is just director, let them cook. But that, but again, that's within the parameters that Kate Shortland already knows she's working in. So she ain't got to worry about none of that. Right? Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen in DC. They could let you get two thirds of the way of the movie in and then take issue with how you opened it. Yeah. So I agree with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right. We talked enough about this uh, without even spoiling it and gone to other, other big things. Um, all right. Out of 10, what do you guys give this film? I gave it an eight and a half. Yeah, I think eight and a half is appropriate. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. So, eight and a half. I mean, this is yeah. This is. Just, I mean, at this point, I think we started eight with with Marvel films, and we just you know we we either go up or down from there. Just you just start the eight and just like well, look. At point, least like, we admit that our scale slides differently when it's a Marvel movie. I mean, it, but uh, but I mean, but because it, it's like it's when the call and again it's it, it, it go, going back to why I said why why even review these at this point. It's because it's becoming unfair. It it really is because when you look at the structure and we look and we look at what's what's possible out there and we say why can't everybody else just do what Marvel? Did? It's like because nobody else is structured like that. It's just what it is. Nobody else is structured like that. And you know, could they? Yeah, but it it's undoing oh, centuries of of like you know what not centuries but like it's decades of what the film industry thinks works right and i don't know maybe with the you know the pandemic and and having to reshuffle things maybe things will change but i doubt that very seriously um but like it's just not fair at this point it's not fair between their disney plus show they haven't they haven't missed they haven't missed in how long like when was the last time people really said nah to a marvel film i mean and had it not be about the studio, I don't think ever. Right. I mean, it just... Come on, man. I just... All right. And another one. And we got two more coming out this year. So... Was it September? Is that when... Yeah. See, see you got September, I guess. I mean, you back here. I'm just going to call, call it now. I'm going to start at, <laughs> starting at eight. I'm going to start at eight. Actually, I saw the trailer. I'm going to start at eight and a half, to be really honest, so... Because uh, we about to be fighting, so um, I hate you. I'm, so turning much. Eight, I'm turning eight and a half. <laughs> oh, I hate you so, so much. Right I mean, now. am I wrong though? Am I wrong? Are y'all not already I, at an eight and a half? Did you are hear you, a denial, you, or did you I just mean, hear eight? I, mean, I didn't you, hear. You, I didn't deny nothing. I mean, could, I mean, shit, a nigga could have said nine. I mean, I almost said a nine no, right there. I mean, no, no. I mean, I'm I could have been at eight and a half, and they either could maintain or fall or rise. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I know. I mean, what are we? What are we doing here? I mean, we we. All right. <laughs> What's but I, I don't think I can say enough how happy I am that I didn't feel like this was a bad movie. And I think I have to say, I think part of the reason why I'm so relieved is I had to leave my house. I had to go to the movie theater. Mm. Yeah. That's why that's another reason why I would just like, okay. All right. All right, miss. I wasn't even going to see this. You, I knew, see, I wasn't going to, I'm glad you brought it up. Cause I didn't, I wasn't going to put you out there like that, but I knew that you didn't even watch it. Like, like Brandon and I watched it from the comfort of our home. Mm-mm. You actually went out no. to a theater to watch it, so that's what other reason yep. why I was like, you "Yeah, lying. look, lying. I haven't missed a movie in Rachel Weisz's or Florence Pugh's career, and I'm not you planning to." Lying. So, but they messed up my stuff. I will say this: if you can see this, if you leaving your house to go to movies, see this movie in Dolby. At a minimum, see this movie in Dolby. The sound yep. engineering, the score. And the screen, what they are giving you, see this, don't leave, don't, do not see this movie in anything less than Dolby. Just, just do that for yourself. If you leaving, yeah, because, yeah. If they had just, yeah. I would have been mad. All right, folks, you know what it is. Uh, I think this is coming on uh, Disney Plus Premium. I know everybody's like, oh, I'm going to pay the $3. Pay the $3. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. You're not. I know, I know what you're gonna do. You guys are gonna treat it. You guys are gonna do. You guys are gonna do just like you did with Mulan. It's not gonna tell anybody that you paid the thirty dollars, but you're definitely gonna watch that shit. 
I know you are. It's fine. You know what? I'm not even going to judge you. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to tell nobody that you paid the money to watch it. I got you. And, it, and it's and it's $400 weekend, so you can have your... Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's mm-hmm. none of my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I'm not, not even judging. Not even going to say nothing to you. You got it. You got it. You got it. All right, folks. <laughs> Make sure you guys subscribe to uh, Movie Trailer Reviews on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. We're back on Spotify. Thank you, because Spotify had messed up. Uh, Movie Trailer Reviews is back on Spotify, so you should be able to find us there as well. Um, I will have, if you go to Movie Trailer Reviews, uh, if you go to mtrnumber.net, you'll see a review for Boss Baby. I don't understand why you did a two, but they did a two. I'll be writing a review for that because I have to. Um, yeah, folks, so stay tuned. Till next time, we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>